What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday. Today is the 14th of April. What's going on out there? Special thanks to Thrive Fantasy. Remember, Thrive Fantasy allows you to play DFS-style games with player props. They are taking player props to the next level. Start doing yourself a favor. Bet with Thrive Fantasy and uh, you're going to make a lot more money betting player props. All right, on today's show, it is Storytime Thursday, and uh, we're actually going to take a look back at uh, one of the first stories we told on this show. Now, stay tuned. Don't fast forward. Don't skip this. This is great stuff. This goes back to late last year. I had a huge dispute with uh, Sportsbook in terms of cashing out and the cash out process. So it's going to be a good show, Storytime Thursday, and uh, stay tuned for some picks coming up tomorrow. What you're probably going to find throughout the course of this podcast, you know, the next couple of months, through these stories, through the ways that I express how I do my job, you're going to learn quickly that I don't have a lot of respect for bookies. And today's story features around why bookies get away with murder. It's it, Look, sports betting is becoming more and more of a regulated market, right? They, they would have you believe that they being, you know, gaming commissions in every individual state would have you believe that this is a fully regulated industry, that there's no holes, there's no loopholes, there's nothing that any individual sports book can exploit, which if you really get how this industry works, that's crazy. Even today in America where they're trying to regulate things, sports books do what they want to. And what I mean by that is they price things how they want to, right? When there's regulation in industries, you typically can't just be wild with prices. Now, if you want to list a house for 1.5 million and it's worth 200,000, be my guest. You're never going to sell it. But this is what happens all the time in the sports betting industry. Sports books take advantage of the average customer, a lot of times knowingly duping the average customer and the house doesn't want anything affecting their bottom line. So whether it's DraftKings, FanDuel, MGM, Betfred, PointsBet, whatever it is, they make it seem like it's so easy. Come on in. You've seen the commercials, all those BetMGM commercials. They make it seem so easy, so fun. Everyone's welcome. But then once you start winning, things go very poorly, as I've found out. So today's story is actually about DraftKings. DraftKings pulling a fast one on me, and it was not fun to deal with. So we'll talk about that today. First things first, special thanks to Better Edge online, B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, like sports better. Vig free betting. That's right. Vig free betting at betteredge.com. Now here's how vig free betting works with better edge. They don't just offer everything like a normal sports book and take the vig away. Otherwise they would make no money, right? And that's the one thing I hear. Wait, if they don't charge a vig, how do they make money? They make money because they're not a, well, first of all, don't worry about how they make money. Okay. Worry about how you're going to make money, but they get around this because they're not a classic sports book. As a matter of fact, they're not a sports book at all. They just act as a trading platform to match you up with someone in the country who wants the other side of any given bet. So they're just facilitating you making a bet with someone else. They don't even keep a percentage. It's awesome though. So that's how they get away with VIG free betting is they're, they're technically not even a sports book so they can do these things. And what that means for a lot of you in, in California or other states where you can't bet yet, you can legally bet on sports with Better Edge. It's awesome, vig free, so much fun. Follow your friends. There's tournaments, competitions. It's the future of betting sports. Check them out online, betteredge.com, B E T T O R, edge.com. 
Use promo code SHARP for a free $10 in your account and to let them know that you heard about them right here on Sports Betting Daily. BetterEdge.com, promo code SHARP. Let's get to it. Story time. Gather around the campfire. I think we have a fire sound here. There we go. Is that a nice little campfire? I love it. Actually, it's it's labeled hot take. (laughs) I think that's for some people have hot takes. Okay. So, let's just start off with uh, cash outs. Because this all has to do with a cash out that I tried to do. Uh, This was actually pretty recent. Let me get a date on this. I wrote it down earlier. This happened on... Uh, September 26th, so really not that long ago at all, about a month and a half ago, uh, I attempted to make a live cash out. Now, what this means, a lot of sports books, especially domestic sports books like DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, they offer what's called a live cash out. And what that means is at any given point during a game, you can cash your bet out for whatever amount the sports book offers you back. Let's use an example. Let's say you make an even money bet, $100 to win 100 and things are going your way. Okay, let's just not even get too specific with examples. You just made a bet. Just fill in the blanks for whatever sport. It doesn't matter. You made a $100 bet to win 100 okay? Well, if your team is, let's say, winning in the, I don't know, third quarter... And you think that there's a chance that your team may blow it, okay? Your team's winning, but they're not looking good. Maybe just got an injury, something like that. And you want to cash money out. You can do so. Okay, you can usually cash money out. And even if you're winning in the third quarter and it's an even money bet, you may make a few dollars, okay? They may offer you 125 back. So it's like, hey, I profit 25 bucks. I get to walk away from the bet, no problem. But the issue with cash outs is almost universally, the sports books are going to offer you back a diminished return for whatever you should be getting back at that time. So typically, if you should be, let's use the example, if you made a $100 bet to win 100 and you should be getting back 50 if that's what's, what's fair, if that's what's going on during the game, right? if you take into account game state and everything else, it's like, okay, I should get back 50 well, the book may offer you back 25 or 30. So the idea is cash outs are usually never fair. Sports books will never give you a fair shot at anything. Anytime they try and offer you something like a same game parlay or a live cash out that seems advantageous to you, it never is. It's always painted to seem advantageous to you. And really, it's just another way of the sports books guaranteeing that they have the better side of every single bet they make, or at least they think they have the better side of every bet they make. So knowing this, knowing that cash outs are usually bullshit, and usually giving you back a lot less money than you would be getting back otherwise, I rarely, rarely, rarely use the cash out feature. Why would I? Okay, if I'm going to hedge or do anything like that, I just do it manually without using their cash out feature. But I, I came across a very interesting situation on September 26th. It was the LA Rams hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the bet that I had was LA Rams plus one first quarter. And it was a substantial bet. I think I maxed out whatever they would let me bet in the first quarter for that game. And the reason I bet with DraftKings is everywhere else I looked, the Rams were either plus a half or a pick them in the first quarter. DraftKings was the only book offering Rams plus one at minus 110. So I made the bet, Rams plus one. 
And about five minutes into the quarter, I projected that I didn't have the good side of it. I projected, based on what was going on, that it wasn't the best bet ever. So I got online, did my due due diligence, and said, hey, what are they charging for a cash out? If they're going to give me my money back, and I even calculated I would take about a $100, $200 loss at that point in the first quarter, fine. So I get on DraftKings. I go to my open bets, okay, my unsettled bets, as it's called on DraftKings, and I attempted to cash out. Because they were offering me the exact same amount of money that I had made the bet for. And I thought this was interesting. And I thought this was odd and unique. So what I did is sometimes on your phone or your tablet, things will get behind. Maybe you'll see some stale lines. Maybe things are older. Maybe it's not updated. So the, the, the foolproof thing to do is just to get on the laptop, right? If I see something on a laptop, on a phone or tablet and I want to double check, just get on a PC, get on a laptop and everything is usually good that way. It refreshes a lot quicker. The information is much more up to date. So I got on my computer and I saw same thing. You know, this was all during a TV timeout. So I had a few few minutes, but I get on my computer and I see, hey, DraftKings is offering me 100% of the money back that I cashed out for. So I opted in. I clicked the cash out button and I got the classic response. Whenever a bet gets, or whenever a cash out gets denied, that's the response I got back. Sorry, we can't accept this cash out at this moment. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's exactly what they said. Uh, I don't do it enough to have the exact verbiage down that they give you, but whatever DraftKings does, and, and look, uh, this is not, you know, I didn't go back and this isn't a court case. I don't, you know, I don't feel like if DraftKings hears this or anything, I have to get every little word of it right. But the point was, it was very, very clear to me. DraftKings was not going to cash this bet out. Now, maybe they realized that they shouldn't be giving me back 100% of my money. I'm not sure. But whatever the reason is, DraftKings said, nope, sorry, buddy. That's a bet. You're keeping it. And, you know, it's like, okay, whatever. Let's roll with it. This is our bet. They're not going to cash out. No big deal. Well, Tampa Bay ends up, uh, I think, missing a field goal, something like that. They didn't score. LA gets the ball, goes down and scores. And I'm thinking, hey, this is great. We didn't cash the bet out. It's still out there. It's still live. And I certainly, at this point, have the better of it. So just to make sure everything's still going well and everything's still, you know, as I think it is, I get back on my PC. Or excuse me. I first get on the phone, double check. Yep, it's an open bet. I then triple check by getting on my my, uh, PC. And I go to DraftKings and I see this, this had to be, you know, probably seven to 10 minutes later in the in the first half. So we're nearing the end of the first half, probably three or four minutes left in the first, or excuse me, first quarter. So we're nearing the first quarter, probably about three or four minutes left in the first quarter. And I had attempted this cash out probably 20 to 25 minutes ago in real time, okay? So I get on my phone, the bet's still open. I get on my PC, bet's still open. You know, they're not offering a cash out at this point, but I see okay, the bet's still open, no funny business, we're good to go, as long as LA doesn't you know, give up 10 points here, 8 points in the next couple minutes, we're good to go. So the first quarter ends, and I actually don't remember the score at the end of the first quarter, let's look it up quickly here, I probably should have had this. Let's see here, it was, okay, it was 0-0, I, I, I was mistaken when I said the Rams scored, but uh, you know, whatever it was during the first quarter, maybe the Rams didn't score, but I projected when I tried to cash out, I was behind in the bet. And then when I uh, later realized I was ahead in the bet, and obviously it was still 0-0, but that's a thing. Game state matters. If you have the ball first and goal on the one, 
that matters. If you have the ball, if you have the ball fourth and ten on your own one, that also matters. Okay, so what's going on during the game projects whether you have the good side or the bad side of any given bet. So the first quarter ends zero zero, which I obviously win my bet. L.A. Rams plus one. So a few minutes pass. I get on DraftKings to double check, and I noticed they cashed out my bet. And they shouldn't have cashed out my bet because about 30 minutes before, they were very clear, very, very clear to me they weren't going to take my bet cash out. Nope. They made it very clear. You have this bet. You're riding with this bet. And I even double and triple checked in the subsequent moments of the first quarter. I mean, I waited about 20 to 25 minutes of real time before I checked again on my phone and then on my uh, PC to make sure that that bet wasn't cashed out because I know sometimes with technology, it can be slow. Maybe, you know, they did cash it out and it just didn't show up. I know that, okay? I'm not saying that this was, or I'm not saying that, that it's impossible that there's some technological error here, okay? I'm, I'm well aware that that stuff happens. I do this for a living. I, that happens not all the time, but sometimes. So that's why I got back on 20, 25 minutes later just to double check to make sure it wasn't cashed out. I didn't want to be cheering for a bet that I had cashed out. And they didn't cash it out. They never had ever touched it until it won. Now keep in mind, this was a max bet for a first quarter line, which we call a derivative. A derivative is just a line that's derived from the normal line, right? The, the, the spread or the over-under. So it was a first quarter bet. I maxed it out. They probably didn't have a whole lot of other action on the first quarter. And I tried to cash my bet out. They didn't let me. And then they retroactively, after I had won the bet, went back and accepted the cash out. Now, this may sound to a lot of you, like sour grapes. It may sound like, no, Tyler, you just missed it. They accepted the cash out. For some reason, you didn't see it, and that's what happened. But the fact that I double-checked 20, 25 minutes after I tried to cash out on multiple devices, the fact that you could see that my cash out was first rising, I could cash it out for more, and then they suspended the cash out, it was all live. It was all happening right in front of me. I saw DraftKings manipulating the line. I saw them changing the line live, and every single time in my career that I've ever cashed out before, which look, sometimes cash outs are okay. I may have done it 12 to 15 times in my career, maybe three or four with with, uh, DraftKings. And I think I've done it more with DraftKings than anyone else because I think they maybe are a little bit more fair with their cash outs, okay? So it's a good thing for DraftKings. They are more fair, and I do this more often with them. But me doing it more often, cashing out with DraftKings, only leads me to know how their process works even more, okay? So I know what DraftKings does when they cash your bet out. I know what DraftKings does when they deny a cash out. This was very, very consistent with denying a cash out. The only difference was after the bet had won for me, they decided to go back and retroactively cancel the bet. Now, is this an indictment on DraftKings? Of course it is. But is an indictment on DraftKings 24-7? No, it's not. Now, what do I mean by that? What happens at these sports books? It doesn't matter if it's a huge sports book like DraftKings or a really tiny one in the corner of Nevada. There's always a sports book manager on duty. What I think happened is the sportsbook manager that was on duty when I was making these bets was either new 
or an asshole. One of the two, right? Someone who wanted to make a name for himself. Someone who wanted to show his boss, hey, look at the revenue I brought in compared to other revenues brought in either on this day, did they compare to this, whatever it is, okay? He wanted good numbers. That's what I think happened with me. And that's a lesson to a lot of you out there. If you're going to do something like this, take screenshots, make sure you're, you're tracking everything. Because when I complained and I went to DraftKings, all they gave me was the bullshit classic runaround. As a matter of fact, I have some emails saved here from that day. Um, okay, so I'll just read you my exact uh, email to DraftKings support. Hi, comma. <laughs> Let's keep punctuation out. Hi, this ticket was denied a cash out 30 minutes ago. I tried once online to cash out and it was not processed. Once the bet was a winner, the blank amount, which I'm not going to tell you how much it was, the which was, you know, over $2,000, the blank amount was put back into my account. This is, I told them, this is past posting and I should be paid for winnings on that bet. The number of the bet is DK637, blah, 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 blah. Thank you. And then I got a reply back uh, 15 minutes later. Hi, Tyler. Thank you for reaching out. I'm happy to help you today. After looking into your account, the wager you provided is still showing as an open bet. I will pass this wager along to my team and get it graded as soon as possible. In the meantime, if you have any additional questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out and we'll be happy to assist you. So on DraftKings end, after this had all happened, it was still showing as an open bet that needed to be graded on DraftKings end. This proves my point that the bet was open. The bet had won. The bet was waiting to be graded. And at that point in time, DraftKings decided, nope, we're going to take his cash out he tried 30 minutes ago. I emailed DraftKings back. And this was uh, about three hours later. I need this to be, to be taken care of. How long until this will be settled? I submitted a request for someone to call me. I gave my number. I would prefer a phone call. Thank you. And then I get back. I hear back from Joseph again. Tyler, thank you for reaching out. We are experiencing some delays in the settlement of some NFL games. I have escalated this one to our team. We are working on this to get this settled as soon as possible. Thank you in advance for your patience. I then said, I really need this to be taken care of. This is urgent. Please let me know. Final email in the process here. Tyler, after looking into everything, it appears your ticket has been cashed out. Thank you. Have a great day. And I went back and forth with them. I'm not going to read every email from this point on saying, I know it has been graded as cashed out. My point is that for 30 minutes, it was still sitting there as an open bet. Now, either DraftKings has the worst service online and everything's very slow at updating and they just missed this one and, and they accepted the cash out and it was all technological error. I don't think that's the case. What I think happened, as I said earlier, sportsbook managers all act differently. Even sportsbook managers at the same sportsbook. If you get a sportsbook manager at 3 a.m. who's the B-shift guy, he's going to make different decisions than the A-shift guy at 3 p.m. That matters for betting sports, but it also matters for situations like this. So what I think happened here, some young, new sportsbook manager decided that it was well within his power to overwrite my bet after it had won. He saw they were going to get killed on the amount of money coming back. And I believe this sports manager thought they could get away with something by not ca by cashing my bet out and pass posting me. Well, they did get away with something. Okay, that day DraftKings won, but what they did was put a target on their back. 
And I'm not going to get specific now, only my second podcast in with Sports Betting Daily, of how I'm targeting DraftKings, but you better believe I'm coming for what they owe me, and they're going to pay me. I know that sounds kind of mafia-ish, right? <laughs> but that's how I feel. When they are thieves, when they are crooks, when they clearly break the rules, I have no sympathy, and I'll do whatever I can to right the wrong. So my point for today, first of all, if you're going to use the live cash-out option, do some math on your own and see if it's fair. More times than not, eight times out of 10, it will not be fair. And if you do try and cash out, specifically on DraftKings, I highly recommend taking screenshots, even taking videos, maybe call DraftKings. Get on the phone with one of them while you do it. That's the only way I would recommend cashing out with DraftKings. It was a horrible experience. And look, the point of today's podcast is, it's not to rip on DraftKings. Everything I'm saying is 1,000% true, okay? So I'm pretty sure I couldn't get on here and say it if it weren't true. So be careful, whether it's DraftKings, another sports book, whether you're trying to cash out, whether you're whatever it is. You got to understand sports books and bookies do not have your best interest in mind. As a matter of fact, they'll do whatever they can to separate you from your money. All right, that is a four-story time Thursday. I wanted to start things a little slower this week. It's funny, I heard back from people yesterday. Advanced Wednesday? That wasn't advanced. It's like, okay, it's the first show. Let's start off a little slow here, not scare everyone away with the first podcast. But again, thanks for listening to Storytime Thursday. Good luck. Whatever you have going on today or tonight, hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.